Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. Thank you, Brother Jeff. I'm certainly glad to be in camp meeting this morning. Appreciate the Lord. Appreciate Him allowing us to be here. It's traveling grace and mercy. I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. I would like to got that song on my mind on traveling out here and got to singing it and listening to it coming down the road and Got to, I'd like for that to be my heart's cry, Brother Jeff. I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. Sometimes I'm, I'm human just like you are. Sometimes my, my focus gets distracted. I get busy. I'm working. I'm this. I'm that or the other. But really, I want my, I want my heart's desire, Brother James Williams. I want my Lord to be satisfied with me. That's what I would like it to be this morning. I appreciate the opportunity to try to say something, try not to hold you long. Hope the Lord would... Help me to say something to be of a help to you. I go to Jeremiah this morning, chapter 23, and you pray for me. I have the wisdom to know what to read here and what not to read. Jeremiah 23 and verse 15. The Bible speaking here of false prophets and that that was being prophesied, they were speaking to them and prophesying good things and peace and the Lord hadn't spoken that but Jeremiah 23 and 15 the Bible said therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets behold I will feed them with wormwood and make them drink the water of gall for from the prophets of Jerusalem is profaneness gone forth into all the land thus saith the Lord of hosts hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you they make you vain they speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of the Lord. They say still unto them that despise me, the Lord hath said, ye shall have peace. And they say unto every one that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come upon you. For who hath stood in the counsel of the Lord and hath perceived and heard his word, who hath marked his word and heard it. And maybe I'll just skip on down here to verse... 27, the Bible said, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams, which they tell every man to his neighbor, as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal. The prophet that hath, dream, that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath a word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, saith the Lord? Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces? And I want to go to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 24. Matthew 13 and verse 24. The Bible said, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Skipping down to verse 37, he's explaining this to them. 
And he said, He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man, the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be welling and gnashing of teeth. And I'll stop there for now, but the Bible speaking in Jeremiah, he said there, what is the chaff to the wheat? And if I could kind of put it in my words, what is the, the fake to the real? It really dims in comparison. If the Lord would help me this morning, I would like to try to preach to us about the value of the genuine. And I, like Brother Todd said, uh, I'm the least among you. I, there's so many other good preachers here. I could probably sit down and just get out of the way and you'd hear what you need to hear this morning. But I'd like to try to do my part if the Lord would help me. He said, what is the chaff to the wheat? And he said there in Matthew about the enemy so tares, Brother Jeff, among his wheat and among his crop. And he, he, they began to ask him about him. And he said, you leave them alone and we'll separate them at the time of harvest. We'll deal with it then because if you deal with it now, you may mess up the good. And I began to think about this, the value of the genuine and what that sometimes it truly costs, Brother Bryce, to have the genuine Spirit of God and the genuine move of God. I have, I have in my experience not sometimes been, um, I don't know how to put it, I think somebody said I wasn't a real fiery person, Brother Johnny Don, and I, I, that's very true. I'm really not because I've been, I've been too much so. I've been trying to be careful, Brother Jeff, about what I've yielded myself to, if I could put it like that, to the point, Brother Bryce, that the Lord dealt with me some time back. One night as the Spirit of God was moving and let me know that I wasn't yielding myself to Him like He wanted me to. I felt the Holy Ghost moving. That's shame on me. But there is, I want to say, a ditch on the other side of the road that there is a, there's something that you can yield yourself to that if I could say it like this, it don't cost very much. And it don't, it don't require a lot of dedication. It don't require a lot of consecration. It don't require a whole lot out of you. And you just, just that feel good feeling, if I could put it like that, just something that allows, and I don't know, I, I don't want to be careful here. I try not to preach things I'm not qualified to preach, all right? So I'm not trying to overstep my bounds, Brother Jeff, but I've wanted to be careful in my experience about what I got a hold of, if I could say it like that, because there is a chaff. There are tares. I'm, I, forgive me to be the one to break it to you. I think you already knew, but there's tares. If we ain't careful that come in among us, that come and they may shout right beside you. They may feel something right beside you. And it don't mean that what you're feeling is not the genuine, but I want you to know that there's something today that will call, if you can't feel what you're needing to feel at the Holiness Church, I'll tell you, there's a church down the road that you can go and feel something. They'll pat you on the back. They'll tell you what a good person you are. But I want to tell you, it's cheap this morning. It's cheap salvation. It's a cheap experience today that would let you get a hold of something without real dedication. Without something that cost you something, it really don't mean much. I've had things in life that I probably didn't pay anything for, Brother John, and it just didn't mean much to me. It just kind of come and kind of there it went. Come and go, easy come, easy go, the old saying is. And my, my dad, as a boy, he began just as a very small child, Brother Jeff, he'd give us an allowance. I remember starting out, Brother John, $5 every couple of weeks. He'd give us $5, and he taught us you, pay, you set aside and you pay your tithes, and then that money was ours. 
And that way, when we wanted something, he taught us to save it, Brother Bryson. When we wanted something, all right, son, is it worth it to you? You got the money. Is it really, is it really worth it? Why? Because he understood that if we was going to, hey, it would mean more to us if it come out of our pocket. It'd mean more to it. If, it. if it cost me something, Brother Sammy, if it separated, I remember my brother, I remember being a little boy, being in the store, and I wanted a toy. And you know how brothers are? He'd tell me, boy, that'd be fun. That'd be nice to have. And I'd be, yeah, I think I'm going to get it, Brother John. I think I'm going to spend the money. I think I'm going to buy it. And he'd tell me, I don't know. You sure you want to spend that money? And I thought, well, I don't know, Brother Bryce. That's a, I don't know if I want to lose. Well, you know you'd enjoy it if you bought it now. Go ahead. And, and he just had me in such a tither because I was worried, Brother Sammy, about this. It's my money. You see, it might have been given to me, but now it was mine. And it was my choice to decide what I was going to do with it. And this morning, you and I have been given a choice today to decide what we're going to do. And if you get an experience that don't cost you anything, it really won't mean much. It's just something about it. It, it just... It'll, when, when the new wears off and the excitement wears off and things are different, you'll be right back in the same place that you was. But I want to tell you this morning about a genuine experience with God that sometimes it's cost me something, sometimes it's took me something, but I've looked back, Brother Sammy, and it's always been worth it. I'm a little bit impulsive. Don't talk to people that know me. They might say I was a lot impulsive. And... There have been times, Brother Sammy, is the, you know what it's like to feel the Spirit of the Lord, Brother Jeff, dealing with me about something. And such joy I felt in it. And such, such just the power of God helping me, Brother Bryce. There's been times I've really followed the Lord and I've been excited about it. And I've understood, boy, this is wonderful. This is great. This is, this is great. But there's been times, Brother Jeff, after I've made the decision and done my best to follow the Lord, that I've looked back and realized, Brother Bryce, that was expensive. When I wasn't feeling the Spirit of God rest on me, when I wasn't excited about it anymore, when the, the new had wore off, so to speak, I've looked back at times and thought that cost more than I thought it did. That decision cost more than I thought it did today. And I can look at others that were maybe following my life's dream that was my dream before I felt the call of the Lord. Brother Sammy and I thought they're living, except for the call of God, they'd be living my dream. That's, and sometimes it's looked expensive, Brother Bryce. It's looked expensive at times to sell out and work for the Lord. At times in the moment, I felt such glory. I felt such wonderful. I felt such joy for the joy of the field. I sold everything and bought the field, and it was glorious. But there have been times that I've looked back and realized the genuine cost me something. It wasn't something that somebody just handed into my lap. It wasn't something that just, that just fell in there and I just, woohoo, woo here it is. But it cost me something, Brother Bryce. And I've looked back and I wouldn't trade anything for it. I wouldn't take a million dollars for it. Why? Because it's valuable to me. I can, it's been real to me, Brother Jeff, and I've considered it valuable to have the genuine. There's something about cheap things. I told, I told him the other day at church, I like generic, brother, brother Jeff. It's cheaper. I buy generic things, brands a lot. I mean, there's not everything's worth it to buy the name brand, but there are some things I found just recently, brother, brother Bryce, I've saved money, bought a generic, ordered, I've ordered generic parts for my vehicle. I've, but there are things I've started understanding, brother Sammy, I didn't save money because it didn't last long. It may have been easy to get a hold of. It may not have hurt my bank account as much when I ordered it. 
But in a few days, when I had to go back to the store and get the, what really worked, it cost me more. It cost me more in the long run. And I want to tell you, this salvation, this experience with God is no different. You can get something cheap if you want to. You can get something that just makes you feel good if you want to. But I'll tell you, in a few days, it'll be need to be replaced all over again. In a few days, there'll be something, boys, that makes you coming back to the house of God wondering what happened to that that I was feeling, what happened to it, that that I was feeling the other night in the house of God. And I, I don't stand from a high lofty position as a, I've been there in service, especially earlier in my experiences, that something's moving. Brother Bryson, probably no doubt the Spirit of God. And I've went to meeting and I've shouted, Brother Sammy, and I've left, Brother Jeff, with a little wonder, was that really all that I thought it was. was not, th not that it wasn't moving all those around me, you understand, but did I really feel the Spirit of God like that, Brother Bryce, or was I just, was I just a little bit, you know? <clears throat> did it change me? Did it make me? I'm not talking about pulling back on the Spirit of God, you understand. I'm talking about that, that I just maybe got a little excited, and, and there I went. Well, I didn't say it hurt me, Brother Sammy, but there's been times I'm not sure it helped me a lot. Why? Because it was, it was a little bit cheap, Brother Bryce. I didn't put a lot into it. And therefore, I didn't get a lot out of it. But there have been times I want to tell you about in the house of the Lord when the Spirit of God was moving so strong. And I tell you about the times that's helped me the most, Brother Sammy, is when the Holy Ghost spoke to my heart and said, right here's your problem. All right. And there have been times I didn't even know I had a problem with it, Brother Bryce. And the Lord would reveal it to me and say, right here's what you're needing. Right here. I remember a few years ago, we, if I remember the timeline out, we was battling a principality in our home, Brother Jeff, and we just need the Lord to help us. I'm not talking about between me and my wife, but it's something that was coming against us so strong. And I remember, I think we was coming up on fellowship meeting a few years ago. We was in revival, I believe, and one, I just hadn't been able to get broke free, Brother John, in the revival like I was wanting to. The Lord was helping us, but I just hadn't felt that liberty yet, Brother Bryce. And I remember one night, over there somewhere in front of the, between the pulpit and the altar rail, the Lord, I felt like, spoke to my heart and said, you need to give me your marriage. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until then, Brother Bryce. And I don't know how I done it, if I got it all done. But it wasn't very many weeks. We was in fellowship meeting. And all of a sudden, Brother Jeff, I realized that principality we'd been fighting was different. It was broke. That chain was broke. And it's never been back like that. Why? I'll tell you, it's the value of the genuine. It's not, it wasn't in me. It wasn't in nothing great that I'd done. But it was the Spirit of God, Brother Bryce, that reached out and spoke to my heart and said, right here is what you're needing to do. And I told you about just earlier this year, in the same way, the Lord spoke to me again, Brother Jeff, and said, that's what you need to do right there. And when I said, okay, the Holy Ghost fell on me, Brother Sammy, and I shouted and had a wonderful time during that. Why? Because the value of the genuine. Because you're such a good fellow. No, no, I'm not. Because you're so spiritual. No, I'm talking about the value this morning of the genuine. There have been some things that didn't always look shiny. There have been some things that don't always look the best. They don't always look appealing. You can look in life. Sometimes the things that work the best aren't always the prettiest, but they just work. They just work day in and day out, day in and day out. And I've seen people in the house of God like that. They wasn't the ones out front. They wasn't the loudest. They wasn't the, <laughs> but day in and day out, they serve the Lord. And you could count on them. That's a faithful man right there. 
And that's really my desire this morning, that I could be that. I'm not saying I've attained it yet, but I'd like for somebody to be able to say one day, that's a faithful man. Why? Because of the genuine. Amen. I was uh, thinking on the way down here and tried to talk to the Lord about it there for a minute. We've got some of our people here and some more that's coming. Brother Sammy, there'll be children out of the school that I work in. There'll be young people that I try to have influence over here at this meeting. And some already here, right here on this front row. And I was praying, asking the Lord, Lord, would you do something for them? Would you do something for them in this meeting? We got young people needing experiences. And my desire was, Brother James, I was telling the Lord, would you do something? Would you give our young people help in this meeting? And boys, I want to tell you from Craigsville, there's a genuine. The value of it is beyond what you can imagine. The value of what you can get in the house of God will be something worth more than monetary gain. It'll be something worth more than popularity, worth more than having any girlfriend that you wanted. I want to tell you about the value of the genuine in the house of the Lord. It's wonderful today. It's glorious. I'm going to sit down and get out of the way probably here in just a minute. I seen the man at home a few nights ago. I was telling Brother Gary about it after he had left coming out here. The man that's been coming and seeking the Lord, Brother Jeff, the Lord's been doing a work in his life. But his home's not in order. His marriage is not according to the Bible. And I've seen him, Brother Bryce, he come to the altar and was weeping and crying, talking to the Lord. And I knew, Brother Sammy, he's weighing something out. There's something being weighed in the balance there. And I felt like, I, I felt like I don't have the most discernment, but I felt like, Brother Sammy, there's a cost being counted here. He's, he's counting it out, wondering, is this really, is this, is this it? Is it worth it? Is, it? is it really all about that? Why? Because there's value to the genuine. I want to tell you, I'm, I want to be careful. I say I'm not down on our young people today. If, if you understand what I'm saying, I'm not telling you that because you walk around the altar that you didn't get the genuine. I'm just telling you there's a value to it. There's a value to the genuine. And that that causes you, that that causes you, Brother Bryce, you preached to us at Craigsville and talked about that that, that you left and wondered, did it change me? Did it do anything inside? I'm going to tell you, when it starts doing things inside, when it starts drawing you, when it starts pulling at you saying, I don't like that. Or, I like this, you need to do a little better at it. Uh, this, and when it begins to work on your heart, there's something about it that's genuine. If it's cheap, if it don't cost you nothing, I want to tell you, it's probably not worth a whole lot. It's, it's, probably, it's probably, you know, <clears throat> I've seen people get taken before. Taken for a ride because they didn't know they didn't know what they was dealing with. They didn't know the value of it. I've been there, Brother Jeff. I didn't know I didn't know what it's worth. And you know, when you don't know what something's worth, somebody can really, really just take you for a ride if you let them. I want you to know the devil takes you for a ride if you let him. But I'm trying to tell you this morning about the value of it. The value of the Spirit of God. I wasn't down here yesterday, Brother Todd, when they was praying for the young boy, but somebody said the Lord moved and took the pain. And I say there's value in that. I say there's value. Brother Todd preached the good to us this morning about the sufficiency of the Lord. And I've found myself there, Brother Todd, when I wasn't sufficient. I couldn't feel the Lord. I didn't know. He didn't feel like he was anywhere around. But he was sufficient. And here, here after a while, he moved and let me know, Brother Johnny Don, I'm here. There's sufficient. And I want to tell you there's value in it today. That's my message today. I hope that somewhere you'd understand the value of the genuine the real thing. I told you I like generic brands, but there's some things I've about decided in life, Brother Sammy. I've tried the generic, 
And if I ever need to do it again, if I can afford it, I'll do my best to buy the real thing. I'll just get the real thing because it works. There's things that I'll, buy, I'll continue to buy generic because they just work for me. Okay, I'll, I'll buy great value if that's what it takes to save money, Brother Bryce. But there's some things that I don't like great value. And I've decided it's worth more to buy the real thing than to let the cheap go bad sitting in the pantry because it ain't going to get eaten. And I've decided in the house of the Lord today there's value in the genuine. I'll tell you, it may cost you a little more, but that, 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 cost, that doesn't cost nothing. It ain't worth nothing sitting in the pantry. It ain't worth nothing if there ain't no power in it, if there ain't something to move and allow you to have power with the Lord. There ain't much value in it. But if you can get a hold of the genuine, I want you to know there's value in it, young men. As you get married and the Lord begins to help you, the Bible talks about us having power to lead about a wife and power to lead her home. And I can't tell you I've always done the best at that, but I can tell you when I've made just the least bit of effort, Brother Jeff, to be the man that God wants me to be, he's met with me, Brother Sammy, and he's given me the power. He's given me the power to say we don't have to submit to that. He's given me the power to say we don't have to submit to the devil. He's given me power. That's what I'm talking about. He's given me power to say that don't have power over us. And he's given me power when those spirits try to come against to say, no, no, we, we got more power than that. Why? We want you to know there's value in the genuine this morning. I appreciate that.